0: Welcome to Overcrest. I'm
1: Chris. And I'm Jake.
0: I have some bad news. Uh-oh. Some bad news. You remember when we talked on the podcast last Friday that I technically owned the golf R. Well, you
1: technically did not own the golf R. You
0: I technically didn't own it. Yeah, because it right. was on loan because you
1: took possession yeah. of it. So
0: then I I I call I call on Monday morning. I'm like, hey, how's what's the financing look looking like? And he's like, Hey, you got you have a guy, right? I'm like, Yeah, I have a guy. He's like, check with your guy. Uh oh. I'm like,
1: okay. Instead of going well, through the dealer's finance. Which is inc-
0: insane, because that's where, I mean, the dealer makes a lot of money when you right. finance with them. Were you I mean, like, a lie? I was like, okay. You know, my credit score is not great. It's around 700, which is very, you can get a loan. With yeah. a credit score of yeah. 700, you can get a loan. You can get a loan at 650. I mean, you can get a loan at 600 sure. if you're an idiot. Okay. You know, it's, but So, they, hey, do you have a guy? And I go, okay, I'll check with my guy. Yeah, So I... Tell the guy what it is. He emails me back. He's like, dude, there's no way. There's no way. Really? He's, he's He goes, not at what they've got it priced at. It's it's just it's too much. And I go, okay, well, that doesn't really make any sense. No. Because I was looking online, and I'm like, what's going on? He's, it doesn't seem like it's too crazy. It's got low miles. So then I went on NADA and Kelly Blue Book, and I actually looked up with this mileage what this thing was valued so, at.
1: Oh, so you hadn't checked Blue I didn't Book check. or anything See, so here's
0: the thing. I've bought probably 15 cars from these guys. Right. And i was probably being a little naive that I would get some sort of special treatment mm. just because of, oh, the podcast, it's Chris. And oh, he's bought 15 cars here. We're really gonna we're gonna take care of this guy. And yeah. I just had like this kind of na- naivety going in there, Kay. thinking that I would get a good deal just because it's me. Or and at least
1: that you could trust that it was a fair deal.
0: A fair deal. Right. So I look up the value on this thing because they were asking what two thousand three hundred or two thousand, but a
1: great deal twenty three thousand eight hundred and seventy five. Okay, which in my mind shy of twenty
0: four. Yeah, I go not bad, right? That seems for a golf R in my head. I'm like, okay, these things were thirty eight thousand dollars, whatever they are or whatever they cost. Like it it didn't seem like the price was out of control, judging by some of the. Um, some of the GTIs that were priced that were there. Sure. And some of the other things I saw online when I was looking around to see if there's any other ones available in the area. Right. Look it up on the blue book, blue book, Okay. 17,500.
1: Ooh, that's way off.
0: Way off. And then I'm like, okay, what about the low miles? So then I go on uh, the other pricing. NADA, thing, yep. And actually, I got it reversed. NADA said 17. Okay. So then I went on Kelly Bill Book, where you can put the mileage in and said 18500 And we're still <laughs> a little
1: closer, almost
0: but... $6,000 off. Wow. And, um, so
1: did you go back to them and say, like, what's going I was on? A,
0: I was a little upset. Okay. Because I had basically, I was going to trade in my wagon. Sure. And. You know, I had this, I had this feeling because on Saturday, the day I took the car, he's like, just in case the financing doesn't work out, can you talk to your guy? And that in my mind, they already knew yeah. that because banks don't they're when someone gives you a loan, they're taking a risk, right? right? They're taking a risk and saying, hey. Jake, we're going to give you this money so you can buy a Murano Cross Cabriolet. Hell yeah. And nobody else is going to want one of these if you try to sell it or if we have to try and repo it. Okay. So we're taking a risk. Every time the bank loans you money, they're taking a risk. That's why.
1: Well, that's why, yeah, usually with a car loan, they have very collateral then. Yeah, the collateral. So the car.
0: they go, okay, if this guy quits paying this loan and we need to repossess this car, what can we sell it for? Sure. So they go, wow, this thing's priced Six thousand dollars above book value. Mm-hmm. Chris quits paying on his loan on this thing after a year, and he still owes twenty thousand dollars on it. The thing's only worth sixteen or fifteen. We're gonna take a five thousand dollar bath on this thing, and the bank goes, "Sorry, guy, we're not gonna do it." There was right. one once somebody was like forty-eight months, eleven percent, which is like,
1: oh. like come on,
0: who is gonna take that loan? That's no. just crazy.
1: So. <laughs> What about taking the loan for a lesser amount, basically putting a larger down payment down, or what? Did you have I enough still don't equity in the wagon? Then I
0: basically own the wagon for what it's worth, so okay. it's kind of a wash. I got you. Know, so I, I don't even want to own it, right? I don't want to finance it if
1: it's if it's that far off in So price. then I'm thinking, That's okay, so point.
0: so why are these things priced so high? A lot of the other cars and lots were priced kind of okay. high. It's because there's no inventory. Oh they have nothing. There's empty spots it's in the line. Supply lot. and demand. They have they can em- get a premium. They can they can, but they can't. I can't
1: <laughs> the problem- they can ask a premium, but no the, bank is gonna finance the,
0: it. The thing is is that it's um we talked this a little a little about this a little bit earlier before we got on air is it's almost cheaper to to buy a new car with zero percent, because they have all kinds of deals, right? Sure, they have all kinds of like zero percent financing, just like my all track was like 7,000 off MSRP with like two and a half percent financing, really good deals. Yeah. And on the used side, everything is horribly inflated, true, the prices are sky high. Sorry. And I, I feel a little bit like I feel a little bit taken advantage of a little bit, like I was a little naive. And they could feel it, and they were just like, "Well, this guy's gonna." Two words, thing.
1: Chris: caveat emptor. Buyer beware.
0: Hundred percent. I take full responsibility. Yeah. But hey, at least I got to use launch control like fifteen times on that <laughs> thing. You know, my kids Bike loved clutch. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing, it was fun. Now, here, here's the issue: um, after the weekend was over, and I was driving it back, and this might have been because I was a little bit salty yeah. about the whole thing, is once you get past that, it's fast and you I acclimated to the speed pretty quickly. Sure. You know, it's it's faster than my nine eleven, but not like ridiculously faster. Right. And I've driven GT threes and GT two RSs right. and all these other things. It's it's fast, but it's not that fast. Right. So okay, so it's not that fast. And you're not using launch control all the time. Nope. <laughs> and well, I mean you could, it's not a good idea. I'm not using the no lift shift almost ever. Yeah. It's fun, but all of these things are gimmicks, right? They're novelties. Yeah. And I just go, okay, do a and I when in my head I go, okay, without all, all these things, do I still like this car as a driving car? Right. And the answer is yes and no. Hmm. I feel like there's so many gimmicky things piled on it that it's almost like, what, why am I doing this? Why am I why am I into this thing when I could just get a GTI and have a similar driving experience? And obviously I don't have the R badge and 350 horsepower. Or just, all-wheel drive. Well, I, don't, I don't need all-wheel drive. That's not a big deal. Um, if anything, I would want rear-wheel drive. Right. You know, I kind of equate front-wheel drive and all-wheel drive in the same uh, ballpark. I'm not autocrossing or anything, so it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Both of them are, unless you're in the snow or the dirt, right. both of them are similarly unfun on pavement. It's just like, okay, well, it's not out of control, so it's not as fun. Rear-wheel drive, you can be out of control. You don't have yeah. to use the e-brake. Um, I don't know. It just felt a little bit. Like, it would, like, I the reason I liked it is because it had all these little novelties that I've never had before in a car. Right. And once those wore off, I was kind of like, Ugh. I might Like I said, it might be salty just because I, I didn't get the car. But now I have no car except for the wagon again. So I'm back to the wagon, and I'm stuck with the wagon. And another guy, is it available on my I way here? That. And I said, yes, it's still available. And he saw it. And he said, nothing in return. Oh, yeah. So I did the little shruggy emoticon. Yep. And uh, I'm going to go after him a little bit later tonight. Be like, (laughs) what are we doing here? And I'll report back um, what's going on. (laughs) So everybody's waiting to find out. So
1: you posted on Instagram that you were like, you know what? I'm buying like a project car situation.
0: So my father-in-law just dropped off the, the stuck accelerator truck at my house and I'm going to drive right, that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to drive that at wide open throttle yeah. all the way to Milwaukee. Nice. And I'm going to grab from my grandfather, a 1983 rabbit pickup truck I,
1: knew, I called it, Chris. I said it's a caddy. Yeah,
0: but it? you called it for the wrong reason. You weren't even close. You were just looking I on. Was,
1: I said it's a caddy, and you, you're like, only, nah, did, you only did that because nah, you were looking nah, on no. Craigslist.
0: You were looking on Craigslist at cars Chris might buy, uh-huh. and that happened to be there, and it happened to be in Milwaukee. You I mean, wasn't wrong. You didn't. have. Uh-huh. I was not wrong. You didn't have some and like strange said, premonition. Oh, the
1: engine I'm gonna have to put in the back. That was a big key. That was the big I was key. Like, it's a caddy. It's got
0: yeah. So it is a caddy, and the the engine that's so there. So this is
1: one that was is sitting on your grandfather's. Property.
0: It's on his property. I'm going to give him fifteen hundred bucks for it. Cool. Um, it's a little bit rusty in the strut towers, I remember. Okay, and but the motor's not it. I'm going to try and um, and it needs a little bit of body work on one of the bed sides. Okay. it's not a rusty truck. Like the flares aren't rusty right. and stuff like that. is a nice tailgate. And but I'm going to try and fix that body work on the side. And I learned a lot welding on the 911. Yes, yeah, so I think I'm going to try and give my hand or give a go with my hands on the side of the truck. To, or repairing some of the bodywork there sure that the, the truck was damaged or whatever and it comes with a a 1.8 gti engine out of a mark ii with a cam in it so Ooh. but it's been converted over to cis basic okay. so it's kind of like this cool little you know eight valve thing that'll never be fast but it'll work just fine i want to get that thing running what i did the first thing i asked though is he's also got a 1980 rabbit pickup truck which okay. is the early Westie. Okay. So, w- See, I don't know the difference. Okay. So you have Westie means Westmoreland, Pennsylvania. Okay. Right. Okay, where they were, there was a factory there. Yep. It's where they were built. Right. Otherwise, they were built in uh, Wolfsburg, right? The, sure, the earlier rabbits were yep. built in Germany. And so the Westies are built in Westmoreland, Pennsylvania. So they, they call them Westies, like a sure. Westmoreland GTI, Westmoreland rabbit, whatever. Yeah. So when you say early Westie, it just means an early version of the Westmoreland truck. Okay. Now, here's the thing.
1: What's the is, difference between the early and the later?
0: So the front end is completely different.
1: Oh, is it actually? Yeah.
0: Well, not completely different, but it has different uh, fenders. Okay. Uh, the, it doesn't have, you know, the, the side markers curve around on yep. a Mark 1 GTI, a Westmoreland one. These are completely not like that. The bumpers are, or the the blinkers are in the bumpers. Okay, so it's like a flat front it doesn't yep. have the wraparound, which I really really like as well. The interiors are different. They have the early interior, which has the the round gauges okay. instead of the square gauges. So, it's, so
1: speaking around, I've also seen Mark and Volkswagens with both square and round headlights.
0: Yes. so this has square headlights. All is, the, is that just the, the American stuff? Years? American stuff is always square. I'm guessing okay. that's like a Ralph Nader situation sure. where you got to have the sealed beam headlights or whatever okay. a lot of the european stuff would have had h4 headlights had like a, a bulb that you can take out right okay yeah. so that's um did you know why the westmoreland trucks the theory of why they rusted
1: so no. bad no i
0: don't um two reasons one is the the strut towers are double walled okay so they would collect moisture inside the strut tower so they oh. rushed out that way but the story is is that when they bought the Westmoreland plant, oh, I should really look and see what they used to build there. I don't know what the car was that they did previously or what they did at this plant, but they left a bunch of steel behind. Okay. And they decided to use some of the steel on the trucks, and it was like a grade that wasn't coated correctly really? or something like that. So the trucks just turned dust. They rust And that's really, a fact really that the bad.
1: Westy pickups rust more than the German ones.
0: There are no uh, German... Oh, there are no
1: German caddies.
0: Not, no, there's no German Westmoreland caddies. That was not something that... Um, ever existed in Europe. Right. No, so obviously. That right. front end on those cars is America only.
1: Okay. That's yeah. that was my yeah, question. Yeah, that's
0: American only front end of the car. So they love that over there. They love the wrap oh, round headlights. And we over here love the round headlights yeah, and the Euro bumpers and everything. It's just But different. you can't get
1: a European built caddy here. No. Okay. No. That can't. was my question. No,
0: no, you can't. Um I'm really excited to have a Mark One again. I know them like every inch this of my is naked body like
1: 37 for you right
0: it's up there I've lost count I've owned so <laughs> many but I called when I called him I said hey he's got it the early westy right I said hey that early westy that you've got with it's baby blue yep. and it's got a lot of surface rust on it but it's like the dripping surface rust so patina. it's like it's got great patina yeah. but it's not rusty on the floors of the strut towers at all it's okay. a 1.5 diesel with air conditioning
1: Oh, wow. Got- so when you turn on the air, then you're like, your top speed went down. Well, 10 you're miles flooring it no matter what you're doing yeah, anyway. Okay. But,
0: um, and it's got a baby blue interior, no tracks in the dash. It's a cool truck. Really, really neat. I said, hey. Clean too, I said like- hey, can I buy that truck from yeah. you? He's like, no, you cannot have this truck. I'm like, you do not drive this truck. He's like, I don't care. I do not want to sell this truck. I said, here's the deal. <laughs> I will fix that truck up for you and get it running Again, every time I go down there, I start it up, get it running, charge the battery up. I'm like, hey, drive your truck, whatever. He doesn't really drive it. Yeah. I said, I'm going to get it running this time, and you have to promise me that you're not going to park it on the dirt. You're going to leave it in the driveway, and right. you're going to drive it. And if you don't, next year, I'm taking it whether you like it or not. Just <laughs> yeah. stop me. And he said, okay, we'll get it running. And then I also have to help him get his, his he has a Ford Ranger that needs the
1: fenders You need put to on. set a mileage, like, goal for him be like if you can't drive this thing more I don't than, care what mileage like I don't, I don't no but care. I'm saying if if he doesn't drive it more than like 200 miles in the summer then
0: the then he needs to sell it. The, to the you. only reason he used the truck before is he was have had his dog which uh which passed away and he okay. would he would put the dog in the back of the truck and take the dog to the pond <laughs> and throw the ball in the into the water for the dog and then the dog <laughs> would get back in the truck and then he would drive home. That was Got his ritual with the truck and now that the dog is gone I think he's a little bummed out. Sure. That that, that he doesn't that he doesn't get to do it. So I also got a new license plate for my car. I saw this. So I don't know if other states do this. I think someone said Pennsylvania does and Arizona might, but you can use an old plate. Like if you find like a plate that's from 1972 or something. Now, does it
1: have to be the exact year of the car in order to do that?
0: I believe that the tabs have to be from that year or something. It has to say like 72, 73. Because I tried to do a different plate on my Scirocco, and they said, no, it has to be from the year. Oh, really? So I think it does have to be from the year. I don't know why they restrict it like that. It doesn't okay. really make any sense, but you just run it as a collector plate. Yeah, okay. And I had a couple...
1: It's like a custom collector plate then, but yeah, they don't charge you for the vanity. Or right, whatever.
0: exactly. So they yeah. just put, okay, well, it's this thing. They put it yep. in there. And, of course, you have to make sure that's not on some Another other car. car. Right. But the So where did matter. this come from? eBay. They're all over the place. Oh, really? So it's yellow with blue, yep. which is as one of my friends said, "Hey, it's like the Sunoco colors." Said, so, oh, "Oh, that's ooh, perfect." So I've, yeah. I'm gonna have plus. You know what it is? It's embossed.
1: Sure, it it's has natural
0: raised letters. Yeah, it's it's prison made. <laughs> it's it's not printed like some of the other plates are. They just look terrible. They look flimsy and chintzy and they don't feel good and they don't look good and they're lighter They're yeah. junk they just come off a printer somewhere i'm guessing the they got tired of maybe the inmates that had, that had a riot or or the or the <laughs> the dyes that they were using to press them got worn out and so they needed to replace them and they think, like oh well it's gonna be 50 million dollars to replace all this stuff yeah so they just decided to print them on printers which doesn't make anything from the dmv get here any faster i'll tell you that for sure no also speaking of blue yes i saw color On my door of my car today. He sent me. That's right. All he sent me
1: was a picture
0: of the door on the car and the door gap from like a foot away. Uh huh. That's it. And he said, uh, Well, the
1: gap looked good.
0: The gap did look nice. (laughs) And the fenders are are, uh, getting hung tomorrow. And then final assembly is next week. They're going to put everything together next so, week. So, because
1: they have to basically let the paint kind of cure and harden before they bolt everything back up.
0: Correct. That's yes. what's
1: you're playing the waiting game right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much.
0: Which is fine. I'm. I'm. I'm cool. I'm not impatient.
1: Great. So you're going to get this caddy and then also your car back at the exact same time.
0: Yes. That's true. At so I'm going to well, I'm going to go from nothing to do to all kinds of projects.
1: I was going to say your car is in, your 911 isn't a project, but you're going to have these PMOs on it and you're going to be fiddling around with jet sizes.
0: Uh, no, I will not. I already have the jet sizes that I need, supposedly. No, I do. I I'm uh, Richard from PMO was like, oh yeah, what engine do you have? I said this. What cams? I said this. What's yep. your compression ratio? This. What's your distributor? This. He says, okay, run these, and then I got one on each side. Okay, so I have richer and leaner well, on both sides of the jets.
1: Swapping out once.
0: Yeah, who knows? I got the right venturies for everything. Yep. Um, I have to. Th- do you have an air meter? Uh, I do. I have a, a the little flow meter thing. Yep. The the issue that I'm having in my head is. I don't know what the fuel fitting size is on the fuel filter for the CIS because okay. I have to go from CIS oh. metric, whatever the f that is, <laughs> to uh, six AN on the uh, fuel pressure regulator, sure. and then the carbs are six AN too. So I need some sort of fitting yep. that's going to adapt so I can run AN fittings off of that. So I have to wait. I would have.
1: I I did that on my car.
0: Yeah, you have the fitting. Yeah. Well, I don't need you to take that off. I'll just, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, yeah I did that. I got to get that fitting, so I got to figure out what it is. I'm going to go to down to a shop down here and okay. go if they have a bunch of fittings, and I'll go through them yeah. and get the fuel lines uh, and I also have a
1: wideband sensor that I hooked up to a pipe that you should borrow, too. Don't need it. it. I'll
0: just look in. at the plugs. I'll just pull a plug out and take a look at it. It's going to be mint. It's going to be mint. It's going <laughs> to run great. There's going to be no <laughs> problems. There's uh, very little opportunity for vacuum leaks. I replaced all the gaskets. I going to be cherry pie. I'm not going to need to do anything except... Adjust the linkage, sink the carbs, and do tons of burnouts. That's that's it. That's, that's, I, that's I love it. That's all I have in store for me.
1: Awesome. So I came in here talking to you that I'm also thinking about buying a car
0: again. Yes, yeah. so you keep going back and forth. I'm going to buy a car. I'm not buying a car. I'm going to daily drive my 911. I'm. Not I am. Going to date- I
1: have been daily driving the 911, and we're down to the two cars, and we're good. But at some point, we're going to need another car. Because the 911 isn't getting driven in the winter. Correct. Right.
0: Yes. And so, so you're going to buy something like smart, like uh,
1: like a little beater, right? Like a
0: beater, like a winter beater. Yeah. That's what you need. Something That's something cool and unique.
1: That's what I said. In the wife, yeah. like, no, because I don't have a car. Because she, she none of none of these cars that we have in the garage are my car, and I want a car for me. So,
0: <laughs> what does Electric Nikki think? <laughs>
1: Electric Nikki needs a speed yellow nine eleven. Okay, is what it comes down to, and so she needs a Carrera 4S. We're looking at Carrera four S's, and also we still can't toying get toying with the idea on the of nine nine six turbos. Can't get with the
0: all wheel drive thing.
1: Yeah, I just can't. Eh.
0: I think you should just get a. Uh, I think you should get a Carrera two, and put some snow tires on the back, and have a hell of a time.
1: I agree or a gt3 with snow tires would be yes 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 yeah that would be fun i
0: think you could probably find an old track car or something and maybe the guy took the interior out of it but he's got it stuck in his garage and you could be like okay well i need the interior to put back in the car you get it like 50 60 grand and then redo everything and away you go in a gt3 but i mean that we're talking three times the cost of a car too but
1: yeah yeah that wouldn't be good i don't know so it's it's basically just in the the looking phase looking cool. well you just talked to some idea. guy
0: that didn't speak english and you hung up on him
1: <laughs> well it was like he, it was frustrating i'll tell you that look chris if you own a used car dealership i don't care how small it is and you see a number coming into your phone how are you gonna answer the phone hello <laughs> yeah yes that's what this guy did i go oh um is this whatever whatever motors yeah okay
0: the dude just didn't want to sell a car today apparently, apparently. not was it yellow Okay. yeah. Well, I, honestly, I think she should just drive the Macan
1: and you should drive a beater. I agree, but she's like, no, I don't like the Macan. I went to pick the Macan. I was like, but that's with like the practical car. I went to pick the Macan either if it was up to me. So I don't know. It was this yeah. weird compromise that I guess no one loves the Macan. I like it a lot. Well, that's yeah, because you,
0: you got the Macan and then you were going to buy, she was going to drive the S3. That was her fun car. Yeah. And then she decided that car wasn't good enough. Right. And so now that's gone. Yep. And now we're looking for something else to replace that. Right. Because... I I just can't fathom having that much money tied up in car loans. It just blo- it just it just blows my mind. All it right. It would be kinda cool Before to have we-
1: a one mark garage. Just Three Porsches lined up. Yeah, you're a
0: dork. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot more variety in the world than Porsches, and I think you should get rid of the McCon for our first news story, but before we get that, I want to uh, remind everybody to head over to patreon.com slash overcrest. That's right. And support the show. It's only $5. We had a couple more people sign up uh, this week. It's, it's
1: We had one guy make a donation, because you, if you don't want to become a Patreon, you yeah. can also go over to our website and just do a one-time donation, and he said he donated just so he could tell me I was wrong. <laughs> 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 Did you see that i posted, i did did. that was pretty good well i'm not upset about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah patreon.com slash overcrest uh you can support the show and get exclusive content that's there shirts all kinds of different things all right right. so did you know that there's a new ford bronco what yeah there's a new ford Bronco. i haven't heard anything about this there's only one other car i can think of that had this much hype in the last several years okay can you think of what it is
1: Probably the Supra, right? The Supra.
0: That is the only thing I can think of that had this much momentum behind it of, oh my God, it's coming. When is it going to be here? It's, and then all of a sudden, everything kind of fell apart because they're like, "Oh, it's going to be a BMW drivetrain," and everybody started, yeah. you know, shitting on was it. Kind of ugly, and it wasn't didn't look as good as they thought. It, everybody thought it was going to look, and then it ended up being a compromise. And then it was a compromise car, and then it was obvious that the car was kind of designed by bean counters. Right, blah, 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 and on and on and on. Right. So this entire time that the Bronco has been you know the lead up right it's coming it's oj's birthday everything you know it's like (laughs) everything that's been going on and i was never like a bronco guy no like you see the old broncos rolling around with the no tops on and stuff cool sure that guy's having a great time but i don't want to have a great time with him because i just don't i don't (laughs) it doesn't do it doesn't it doesn't do it for me the whole like yo man let's get the surfboard out bro let's
1: take the bronco man hit the weaves that doesn't really that's what you're doing I, yes. That, when, I did not realize that's w- what every Bronco driver When is I doing. think of
0: a Bronco, the old ones with yeah. the no tops, I think of a bunch of surfer dudes driving down on the beach to sit by a fire and go surfing. That's what I, actually I
1: think. actually did that once in high school in a Bronco, and it was fun. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I we didn't surf, but like we went down to the beach and had a campfire, and we were all in the Bronco. It was awesome. See? See? It was I awesome. don't.
0: I don't want to do that. I, I, it's kind I'm sure it was fun, but I would have fun doing that in any vehicle. It's, it's, sure. Uh, but that's the identity that I tied with it. And sure. like, so it seems like I'm right. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, so I, was I'm like, wearing, I was wearing my Birkenstocks. Okay, it was great.
0: What's this going to be? What is this thing? I mean, when the original Bronco came out, it was supposed to be kind of like, in a, you know, it could do stuff and it would go off road. And, yeah. Um, this thing came out. Holy shit, man. What? They absolutely nailed it.
1: I, I, I think am, we always knew it was going to be like a Wrangler competitor. I it, joked it was the Ford Wrangler, right? But it destroys
0: the Wrangler in terms of what it offers, what you can get, yeah. and the price range. I mean, it's competitive in some ways with the Wrangler. Right. Like the Sahara or whatever is the luxury one, and I sure. think they have one that's kind of the luxury one that's right. kind of in that yep. vein. But in terms of what it looks like, I mean, it, yes, it kind of looks like a Wrangler because the top comes off and the doors come I, off.
1: I saw a meme of the Wrangler and the, the Toyota FJ, the new, like not new, but the old new one. Yep. And it was like, let's not talk about that night. And then nine months later, the Bronco comes out. Because it does look like a perfect mix. It does look a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What's interesting is that the the FJ or whatever kind of disappeared, right? mm -hmm. Like it kind of had this big hit in a similar way. It was, yeah. And then then it just faded away because guess what? It had
1: been probably 10 years. It's
0: just the Wrangler just kept chugging away, right? Yeah. It's just kind of slow and steady wins the race. We're going to keep doing our thing. We're not, yep. It's almost like what Mercedes has done with luxury. while well, everyone else around them has been changing everything. Audi has been changing everything. Yeah. Mercedes changes from M3s to M3, M4 and the 4 Series. You and, mean BMW? Yeah, sorry. And everybody's changing all these different things, but Mercedes is just like, yeah, our cars are black and they they
1: <laughs> they have V8s and they're, well,
0: some of them don't anymore, but they're, they're fast, they're powerful, they're luxurious. You can't hear a thing when you're in mean, a is the right. epitome of luxury that's what we're gonna do i feel that's probably what wrangler jeep feels like they're gonna do with the wrangler but i was i did a search for like ford bronco msrp and when the search result came up the first thing i saw was an ad for a wrangler
1: oh of course they've got to be scared a little bit well did you see what they did what so this was it was the day or the day before that the bronco released The Jeep came out and said, we're putting a V8 in the Wrangler. And it was like this big deal. They're like, screw you. We're raining on your parade.
0: Yeah, but it didn't really catch on fire like the Bronco did. It was almost just like there was a, you know, if you throw a rock in a placid lake, you can see the ripples. But if there's always a ton of waves and everything's going on, your rock just disappears. And that's what happened to Jeep. They're just like, "Ah!" and then nobody could hear them because there's 50,000 people screaming Bronco at the same time. Yeah. And uh, so there's a few different trim levels. Now, this is what I think you should get rid of your Macan for. Okay. But I think you should wait a year. Yeah. Okay? I and I'll wanna, tell you why at the end of the at the end of the. Thing. Well, this, first of all, you never want to buy the first year. Eh, and this model. thing's the motor's been used in all kinds of different things, right? The two point what is it? Two point three, two point four. Third, yeah. yeah, and then the, the 2. 3 4 cylinder, and then they have the two point seven V six. Right. I mean that stuff. I it's the EcoBoost stuff. It's in everything. They're right. in like Rangers and yeah. you know. So I'm not too worried about it. Okay. Um, the transmission is one of a kind.
1: Right, the manual, seven so six-speed manual. So, but
0: one gear is a crawler gear. Oh, okay, Did you that's know that? cool. It's a no, crawler gear. okay, so, so it's
1: basically a six-speed, but then instead of changing ratios like in your transfer case, you just go into the, the yeah. Crawler it
0: does gear. have an electric transfer case situation going on, okay. so I think it can do a little bit of that stuff on its own. Yeah, but let me tell you the different trim levels. Now, there's a bunch. So, um, this is one thing I I was always wondering when I was trying to figure this out. So, if we can relay a little bit of this information, so the base model. Um, so we're just going to start adding things, right? Oh, as hold we on. Have,
1: Before we go to the trim levels, though, there's, there's basically three models of the Bronco,
0: right? Um, You have the base model, the Big Bend, the Black Diamond, the Outer Banks, the Wild Track, the Badlands, and the First Edition.
1: Okay, so those are all trim levels, but they have the two-door. A two-door and four-door. I don't consider that and a then, different model. No, no, no. But then there's also this, like like, light one, right? I haven't seen that. Oh, you haven't?
0: No. Is that the one that has the holes in the doors?
1: No, no, no. That's the, the two-door, like the good one.
0: Okay. Well, I, the, the picture on the website for Ford, there's no holes in the doors. And I'm yeah, upset. Yeah, they call them donut
1: doors. I'm upset. It's, it's a thing you get, like a package you can buy.
0: I need the donut doors. You got to have the donut doors. Yeah, for sure. You must be talking about the the Ford Bronco Sport, which is kind of like a Ford Escape. That's right, yes. Which, that thing sucks. We don't even need to, we're not talking about We're not that. even going to talk we're, about the, that? The Escape okay. chassis, but with probably I, has drive axles the size of pencils. No. Right.
1: When you said we're talking about the different trim levels, I just wanted to make sure we weren't talking about Yeah, this about is just Bronco. Three. Okay. Okay, just gotcha. Bronco.
0: Um, so we have the uh, the base model. It's 30 grand. So 30 grand yeah. gets you uh, cloth seats. It gets you, you're just super basic, right? You get an electronic two-speed transfer case. You get the uh, four-wheel drive as standard. You get the four-cylinder engine. You can upgrade to the uh, the V6 engine if you want. Okay. And there's uh, if you want four doors instead of the two door, it's five grand. That's it. That that's it. I feel like that's a huge price to pay for two doors, but that's just that's just money. Most people are going to want four doors, so they're uh, going to buy the them.
1: Wrangler to the Wrangler Unlimited. I think is more than that.
0: Is it? Yeah. Okay. So they also have the this is what they call their traction control modes. Did you see this? No. They're called uh, Goat. Which spells, oh, that's
1: right—the goat.
0: The goat, which is when I think goat, I think of greatest Goodest of all of time. time sure. I think they're thinking of like goats and goat trails and their ability to climb up. Right. Things. So, what does
1: it stand for? It's the goat. Goes
0: over any type of terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Goes over any terrain is, is what they call it. So, it has uh, five of those modes um, and an eight-inch touchscreen. Okay. So and as, uh, the seven-speed manual is standard on those. Now that's cool. All right. Next up from the base model is the uh, the Big Bend, which uh, gives you an additional Greatest of All Time mode, a 17-inch uh, wheels with all-terrain rubber. The other one comes with all seasons. So a step up to 35 grand, you get the all-terrain rubber, you get uh, LED fog lamps, and a leather-wrapped steering wheel and privacy glass. I don't know what privacy glass is, I think but tinted glass. Yeah. So you can uh, you can have tint for five thousand dollars. So you get different <laughs> tires, uh, more uh, the Greatest of All Time mode, and uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, 37 grand, you get the Black Diamond, which has the stronger front bumper, powder-coated steel rear bumper, um, rails and bash plates underneath. So, really, this is the one that kind of you start to get into being able to be really capable. Sure. Now, I'm not saying the other one isn't. I mean, it's got that crawler mode, stuff
1: like that. Um what about locking diffs? Where do we have that? Because I know is, that's available. It is
0: available. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. So um, it's got another GOAT mode, 17-inch uh, wheels, a 265-70 all-terrain rubber, so a little what bit. What are
1: those in inches? because like I have no Is idea. it a 33?
0: Is it a 35-inch? I'm not sure. I'm not okay. that good at math. Has This is the first model with overhead auxiliary switches for added accessories, so if you like a winch or like okay. an air compressor or something like that. Um, you get vinyl seats and rubberized washable flooring, yeah. which is great, so you can get in and out of the mud. Um, the next up is the Outer Banks, which is forty thousand dollars. It's uh, it's this is kind of the Jeep uh, Wrangler Sahara, the the luxury one. So it's sure. got heated seats and the mid package, which adds uh, dual zone climate control, remote start, active safety features, twelve inch touchscreen instead of the eight inch touchscreen. Um, this one, I mean. Lame, right? We don't, we don't need any. We don't need. Don't pony up for Outer Banks. Yeah, the Wild Track, which is another ten grand. This is this is kind of the like if you want to go to Baja, like you're out in the Sahara, and you think of a safari and like the overlanding in Utah, like in the desert. Yeah, Um, this one is uh, has some of the luxury of the other thing, but also has the off road oriented Sasquatch package as standard. Now, I heard I wasn't able to confirm. I couldn't find where I read it, but the Sasquatch package can be added to other things. Okay, but not the manual. So you cannot get this. With the manual, so you transmission. can't
1: get the Sasquatch with the manual. Not yet.
0: I saw that okay. t- f- the Ford guy tweeted something like, "Hey, we're listening. If you really want this, we can. Yeah. You know, we'll see." Um, it says uh, it, this adds 35 inch. Okay, mud-
1: so now we're getting to the now we're now we're getting inch. into inches. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, 35 inch mud terrain tires, locking front and rear axles, high clearance suspension, and fender flares and Bilstein dampers. Nice. Now I saw the uh, Bilstein was going all over the place with the dampers on their Instagram. They're pretty. They're pretty cool. Um, it's the the 2.7 six cylinder standard. Tends to be automatic, and the advanced four-wheel drive system with on-demand 4H engagement and a a different low ratio in the in the transmission as well. So just overall, far more capable. The next, uh, the other one is this is a little uh, a little less expensive. This badlands, forty-three thousand. This is think overland, like rock crawling. Okay. Right. So this is a a lot of the other similar things, but also has a badlands exclusive suspension with hydraulic front sway bar disconnect
1: yeah i read that so that's, that's going to
0: cool. be your ability to like drop the yeah, wheel yeah call it has a and it has a rock crawler goat mode you know it has the great another greatest of all time mode as well <laughs> and then they have the first edition which is sixty thousand dollars wow which is just like i'm this is the first one one of the first ones this is i've got one that was the first one so it's just kind of marketing you know get some different trim stuff and says first edition on it and okay. stuff like that so it's 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 whatever. So here's my problem. None of the pictures I saw on Ford's website had the doors with the windows on them. It sounds like that's the donut mode. Um,
1: <laughs> donut mode.
0: Donut mode.
1: <laughs> Are they windows or is it just like a frame, like a frame of a window? I I, th-
0: I saw a reflection. I believe oh, so. Did. I think it is. Okay. I think it is a window. So it's so the McLaren.
1: If you, uh, what? The, the Senna. had yeah, that, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's there's a few cars that have had that. Um, the uh, you can't get the the V6 with a manual. Oh. And you can't get the manual with some of the top-tier stuff. and I hate when manufacturers do this. I hate that they don't. It's like they think, well, if the guy's going to spend this much money, he doesn't want a manual." Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not just these trucks, I feel like it's other cars too. You start right. getting into the high trim modes and the manual disappears. Like it's the poverty option. <laughs> it's like some of us want, some of us want to shift the car. Right. So here's what I think you should do: 30 grand, uh-huh. In a year, it'll be 20 grand. Okay, so you'll take 20 grand, you'll sell the Macan. Okay. And I don't think anybody should, if it were me, I want one of these. But what, if I were to buy one, what mm-hmm. I would do or what you could do with your Macan trading it or whatever, I would wait a year. Okay. Because you can spend, you know, forty three, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 on one of these things and have like some manufacturer stuff that always when it's the manufacturer stuff, it's never what I would call the good stuff right okay. the good stuff comes in the aftermarket okay I see. What you so mean. you're going to start seeing in like a year you're going to see a tidal wave of yeah. aftermarket oh, stuff yeah. for this so you buy the cheap one for 30 grand with the manual transmission and the mm-hmm. four-cylinder or whatever and then which it makes like 270 horsepower doesn't it or something like that i'm I mean, sure it does it's, it's, a turbo it's whatever it yeah. makes a ton of power it's fine for this and just go after it with aftermarket stuff you know, in a year, the price will have come down. You could easily spend that extra ten grand on aftermarket stuff to make the truck do what you want it to do, and have a have a good time with it. In that way, otherwise, you're spending sixty thousand dollars for the Sasquatch stuff, and I don't know—is it, yeah, is it no. really, really worth
1: it? Well, when, for mall crawling, no, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's yeah, not yeah. most people aren't going to use that. Yeah.
0: So, would you? Do you think you would rather have one of these? Like, let's say you could just choose right now okay. when you walk outside, uh-huh. you could have the Bronco or your Macan just sitting there. Which would you? Which would you choose to drive away in right now?
1: Can I have the Macan back if I don't like the Bronco? No. <laughs> well, then I'm not going to choose the Bronco right now. <laughs> Why wouldn't now? you like it? What are you worried because about? Because I want to drive it first. I don't know. I don't know what build quality is going to be like. Is it it's going to be freaky? Ford build quality. It gonna be... It's going to be
0: fine. fine. It's it's fine. fine.
1: Fine. It's fine. Fine.
0: Porsche Macan's build quality is very, very good. It's, it's, very, fine. Fine. it's very nice. It's very nice. That is All a the terms. very nice car. Yeah, but how many miles does yours have on it? I don't know. I, I don't remember. Like 100 and something on. thousand, right? 70,000? No. Maybe. Okay, this has zero miles on it, and it can climb up rocks. Your Macan can't climb up anything. I feel like this is like a Jake, yeah, moment. Like, just get rid of this Macan and just, yeah, let's drive this thing up the road. Let's drive on some rocks. Let's go. Let's drive think, down by the beach and have honestly, a fire. I'm not sold on it.
1: I like that they're doing this and they're offering it, but I'm just not sold on it. I don't know.
0: I think it's cool because this is a testament to people still want something that does something. They still the reason that this is cool is because of what it's capable of and right. the and the DNA that it has and what that DNA represented. And people are all over it and they're so excited about it.
1: Like a Hummer.
0: So next in no,
1: news. No, no, Okay, seriously, how is this different?
0: Then this what? Is, your Hummer? Your sure. Hummer was useless. What do you that pfft. thing had baloney all the drive? Didn't couldn't you could never it option goat mode. It didn't have any mode which is fine. Them things you have most get locking diffs in it and all that. The trim level of what this is capable of is far above what your Hummer was ever capable of.
1: That's probably true because it's like 20 years newer. Fine, but let's why are we comparing years. the two? I don't know. I just didn't think you'd be getting into this. I like it. I I, I Well, you don't like Wranglers at all.
0: I don't. You know why I don't like Wranglers is because they ha- Here's why I think uh, Jeep is freaking out. Why? Because the Wrangler, has been they've been sitting on their laurels with that thing for decades because no one has ever come out with real competition to take it to Jeep in their world.
1: The, the JL is a brand new chassis, Chris.
0: But it looks the same. Yeah, it, it's supposed to. Yeah, but it just doesn't feel like they've been really pushing the envelope. They're like, well, we don't have any competition. We don't need to innovate. We don't need to do anything. The, the, why don't they have a, a crawler gear in their manual transmissions?
1: They have a transfer case. You can
0: Oh, so you can just change the transfer case to do whatever yes, you want?
1: Yes, like a normal four wheel drive vehicle.
0: I don't know. It's just from an outsider's perspective. I'm not an off-roader. right? Okay, but from an outsider's perspective, which a lot of people that are going to be buying this Bronco are outsiders, sure, right? Because yeah, I got you. Nobody's probably jumping ship from a Wrangler to a Bronco. No. Maybe they are, but it, this is going to be a lot of new buyers. Yeah, I go. I look at the Jeep Wrangler and go, man, the interior quality is horrible. It's really creaky and plasticky and terrible. Right. And I feel like it hasn't changed. They all look the same to me. Right. They all look the same. Every Jeep, I'm like, well, there's another Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what year they are. Iconic, I, 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 I,
1: Chris. They're calling that iconic.
0: I understand what they're trying to say. And people could probably say the same thing about the 911. Oh, yeah. When they look at like 996, 991, 992, That's 991. what Jeremy Clarkson's whole thing was. Yeah, they all, like they all kind of, for some people, probably blend together. Because right. I'm not an enthusiast of it. That's why I just, but they have no competition. Wrang, the Wrangler has had no real competition from other manufacturers that I can think of other than the FJ which didn't work maybe the forerunner but that's not really the same type of thing no. it's really
1: I, back in the day they did all the like shootout comparison magazine things with the FJ the Wrangler and the H3
0: that was cuz that's all they had to go on. that's, all, that, that's yeah, all there was right. it's interesting to see that people are really jumping on this wagon with the fact with a vehicle that does something this isn't yeah. an electric car right. that you know it's just that doesn't do anything that promises autopilot in 75 years this is a real car that really does something. I'm
1: excited to drive one. I want to go see one and drive one and sit in it and see if I like
0: it. I believe it. they come with off-road driving school if you buy one.
1: Oh, that's cool. So
0: you could you could go learn how to drive it for real. Yeah. All right. So. so,
1: Chris, really good news. Oh, yeah. Nissan has a new logo. I saw the video of this. They don't have a new car no nothing, nothing else, car, is new, nothing but, else is new. you know what this uh, logo reminds me of a logo
0: you see it you see it show up on the video or whatever and it looks exactly like something that you would brand somebody with which means <laughs> they did a really good job because it is a brand like you know when you, you have a top of a cheeseburger yeah. and you stick the brand on it and then you get it and they bring it out and they're like oh it's the restaurant's brand on the top sure. of it i feel like that's, that's a what fancy the, cheeseburger it is but i feel like that's exactly what this looks I like I see it's, what you mean it just looks
1: honestly at first i didn't realize it was a new logo I was it, like, oh, there's like a circle around it now, I guess. Yeah. Of I'm, it's whatever it's, it was. It's before. the epitome of
0: a brand, that's for sure. Cause you could, it looks like it was <laughs> something that you shoving a cow's ass. All right. So, uh, did you know? I had actually looked this up to see if this was real. Cause I thought I was being trolled. Right. And I can't believe this isn't more news than it actually is. But Chrysler is now Stellantis.
1: Not only are they now Stellantis, they partnered with the Peugeot Auto Group, yeah, which so is that, massive. We
0: knew that was coming. We okay. knew that was coming that that we've talked about before. But Stellantis sounds like a a place that's been forgotten forever, like
1: Atlantis. Yeah, like what are we doing? Why are we or naming I liked, uh, our resident uh, auto journalist Joel Fetter. He said it sounds like a drug company. Stellantis. <laughs> Ask your doctor about Stellantis. What, are what the, can Stellantis What are the side effects you? of buying side a The Side effects st- of Stellantis may include badge engineering, poor build <laughs> quality, and putting a Hemi V8 in absolutely everything where it doesn't belong. Ooh, I like that part, though. I do, that's, too. That's, that's, that's almost not, like... That's the erection that lasts too long, and you're like, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's where, like, you may have an erection, but all this horrible side effects, but you don't care because yeah. you have an erection. Stellantis. That's Dodge. That's the Dodge part of the Stellantis. Yeah. The rest is just... Yeah. Why do they need to change the name? Because of the merger? So i don't know i mean is anything going to be called a chrysler anymore or is it are like, we going to see badges? is it just the? is it the it, umbrella right. name this,
1: yeah is it the company name or is this now going to be because we had fca is what we call it
0: sure. yeah, chrysler yeah, yeah whatever so now is that just Stellantis, or are but we going to see
1: the Stellantis pacifica next year
0: uh, i hope not all right so the mercedes amg gt black is said to have a flat plane crank and anytime okay. there's news about flat plane cranks, I'm into it because yes. that is rad. I love the, the idea of a flat plane crank. So the car leaked earlier this month on Instagram sports, big modifications to the regular one. So the GT black is the, is so like, this the, is
1: their coupe, but it's like the top of the line. This craziest. is the easiest. Yeah. Oh, look at the wing on that thing.
0: It is. This, That's
1: a bit much.
0: Is it a grandpa car? No. No, it is not a grandpa car. There's no grandpas driving this thing around. No. So a tweet published.
1: Well, there might be.
0: There might be a few. Yeah. Gonna sell some stock I think, options and, I, and grab one yeah, of these. Yeah,
1: I actually bet there are a lot of grandpas that are driving this
0: thing. A tweet published by the official Mercedes-AMG Twitter account today, shown above, gives us a few indicators of what will lie under the hood of the GT Black Series, set to be revealed on July 15th. A picture of the fender says, buy Turbo V8, which is nothing new but the 18274536 code listed in the tweet likely the firing order is different than that of the company's widely used 4 liter unit or our more mechanically inclined listeners will also recognize that these numbers alternate evenly between cylinder banks which could only mean one thing a, a flat, flat plane, plane crank. crank now why do you want a flat plane crank
1: cuz it doesn't sound like a lumpy v8 it sounds like a race car
0: so the sound is all you're after. That's it. It's not the fact that it's flat and it doesn't need to be balanced and is lighter weight and allows huge revs. That's that's not what it's about for you. It's the, just the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cross-plane crank, which is what you normally have. That's yeah. like, because you have a v- all inline four cylinders are flat-plane. Because the cylinders go up and down, they don't right. need to. But when you have a V8, you need to have offset cylinders, so they call that a crossplane clank. It's inherently larger, and it's got uh, crank pins on two axes.
1: Right. Axis, so every ninety axis, axis. axes. It's every ninety degrees, basically.
0: Heavily counterweighted and balanced, all which require a larger and heavier, heavier crankcase to hold it all, which sure. makes a less favorable overall weight, rotational mass. That's why when you see like a LS or in a Camaro or in this stuff, they rev to like. Sixty-two hundred, right? You know, and sixty-two hundred yep. RPMs.
1: Then you look at a Ferrari V8, which is all flat plane.
0: All the Ferrari V8s are flat plane. They yep. all rev to a million. The McLaren P1 is a flat plane crank. Yep. The Shelby GT350 and 350R yes. is a flat plane crank. Yeah. Um. The Porsche 918 V8 that's in the uh the 918 that sure. goes along with the uh EV that they've got anything they that's a flat plane crank. But the the best flat plane crank for me. Is the Lotus Esprit V8 three and a half liter twin turbo, which um, was heavily detuned because they had to like raid the parts bin for a transmission. They put a Renault transmission on it, which oh. is just like this like a toy. So it was supposed to be able to make five hundred horsepower, but they detuned it back down to three fifty, which is kind of sad. But I love the I love that Lotus twin turbo flat plane. I mean that's yeah. that's rad. It's that's, a cool. Car. And that's a long time ago. Yeah, you know, that's is. you know now it's like Ford's doing it and obviously we're seeing it in this, but you know, it was a little rare back in the day. It was very very It has very something exotic. to do
1: with first um first rate vibrations and second oh I forget what they call it. I don't want to comment on that.
0: No, that's okay. It's, but it's why you see higher red lines on right. inline four cylinders and the V8 or and 8s Right. Anytime you get into like a Honda first Civic, first
1: order and second order vibrations due to the firing order. It has something to do with that as and well. And that's what makes
0: them sound unique too. Right. Yeah. So every time you get in a Civic, like or even a Chord or a Kia, the red lines like seven you're like yeah <laughs> this thing's got it because it's got the flat plane inline four cylinder engine they right. all do yeah and why you can rev those four cylinders like crazy i always used to think it's just because they had more pistons I'm like well v8s have more pistons that's why they can't rev no it's because the stupid heavy crankshaft that they have. Right.
1: Make. that makes it so chris i i have a, a concern that i want to relay to you i'm feeling really overwhelmed and i'm, I'm overstimulated by driving because i haven't been doing much driving lately okay that's not true. But that is actually the study that just came out. After months of quarantine, 28% of people now report feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated by driving.
0: So don't. Don't, don't drive. Please. Stay off the road. So just dumb. stay off the road. Don't drive. That's
1: so dumb. I don't understand. What are we doing? Why are these people even on the road? I don't know. The article says while driving is second nature for most, the lack of routine commutes and car travel over the past four months have left some feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated as they get behind the wheel again. That's dumb. That, that's it. What do you want from me? What? No, that's dumb. Chris. It is dumb. I, I what agree. Do it's also, what do you want? I don't
0: know what these people are doing that they can't drive. It just doesn't make any sense It's a to me.
1: survey of 1,207 U.S. residents who drive their own vehicle regularly, but then they didn't, and now they're very concerned.
0: <laughs> Everybody's very concerned. This is the uh, Western civilization problem.
1: I'm scared of driving my car. So dumb.
0: So 3D printing is cool. Uh, right. Porsche is 3D printing pistons
1: i heard this this is which doesn't seem like that should be a component of your engine that could be 3d printed
0: thanks to the new lighter pistons we can increase the engine speed lower the temperature load on the pistons and optimize combustion said porsche advanced drive senior engineer frank eichinger
1: i like all those things
0: this makes it possible to get up to 30 horsepower more from a 700 horsepower bi turbo engine (laughs) while at the same time improving efficiency but and of course obviously you can do more revs because it's lighter but my question is that's the pistons aren't ever really the issue with the with the drivetrain and revving, right? It's the valve train that's always the problem. The valve train is always what has trouble keeping up because you get the valve float. The valve springs can't. Uh, that's why you put heavy duty valve springs in your car. Right. Anytime you're going to run high RPMs, you run like when unless, you had a,
1: unless you have a Ducati.
0: Well, yeah, that's obviously Desmo. comes with stuff like yeah. that. Like the, when you had an eight valve GTI or a sixteen valve or something like that, the valve springs were always single spring. Sure. It's just one spring in the valve spring. Yep. And those rev pretty high, but they just had, you know, you can get valve float, which can cause all kinds of terrible things in your motor. Uh, it can cause broken <laughs> rocker arms as I found out in my 911. <laughs> so what you do is you buy heavy duty valve springs, HD valve springs, you put those, they have two springs in them. Right. Which basically increase the rate, of, inc- increases cam wear, but who really cares? But so that's. And then you get roller rockers. So you're fine. Yeah. Just do whatever you need. But I'm just saying that seems like that's kind of the, or can we 3D print those? Can we 3D what print? That do? I don't know. Can we lighten up the valve train a little bit? Can probably really, not. No,
1: probably no. not really necessary. Because you need the closing force of the springs in order to do that. No, the reason I mentioned Ducati, they don't have valve springs at all, Chris. Desmo drive. I don't and know what Desmo drive is. Okay, so you have a cam that actuates the valve to go down to open the valve, right? And then you have a whole nother rocker and cam situation that pulls it back up. There's no spring. It's all mechanically actuated. Right. That sounds so awesome. So then there's no float.
0: You know, what the best one is the egg one.
1: Yeah, where it's pneumatic.
0: Pneumatic, that's a lot of
1: F1 engines are pneumatic as well.
0: Yeah, I used to put uh, solid lifters in the in the Volkswagen stuff because the hydraulic lifters have trouble keeping up as oh, well. Oh, sure. So you'd run solid lifters just so you could completely eliminate that stuff. I'm just saying that if we're talking about high RPMs, pistons isn't really the isn't really the what worked. Apparently, it helped.
1: Yeah, I guess it probably did. All right, so car crashes happen all the time. In right. fact, I looked this up. There are 6 million car accidents in the U.S. per year. That's 16,438 every single day. What qualifies
0: as a car crash?
1: I think it's any impact.
0: Any impact? Any, like, if you bump into somebody in the parking lot, that's a car crash. Maybe? Yeah. I wonder Probably. if it's, yeah, well, it's obviously, regardless, this, they're reported to insurance. Yes, is there my you guess. go. I yeah. bet you're
1: right. So regardless, car accidents are pretty, like, ubiquitous. They happen all the time. Right. So it's it's got to be pretty noteworthy to make our new story, but okay. this does. Oregon police were recently faced with just such a scenario. During a routine traffic stop gone wrong, the Newburgh police attempted to pull over one Randy Lee Cooper, age 27, in his Toyota Land Cruiser. However, the police soon found that the Land Cruiser was stolen, not belonging to Randy, and Randy then proceeded to run from the police. I mean, that's what you do. Right, obviously.
0: Why do you think it is that... <laughs> You ever watch cops when they're doing the car chases? And you're like, yes, car chase. Yeah. What happens every single time?
1: But, oh, every time they get away. Miraculously. No. They no. just they, everyone they always they gets, gets away. Never ever the cops. get away. And no. Why,
0: why do they never get away?
1: Because here here's the favorite line of like you're never gonna outrun a radio. No.
0: Why do they why do they lose why do they lose? Why do they eventually stop? They always oh. blow a tire. Oh. Every single time. Or hit something. Without, they hit something because they blew a tire. Okay. All you have to do if you want to run from the cops is get good gas mileage and get better tires. And you could run a lot longer. You're probably still going to get caught. But every single time these guys blow up, to, I don't know if they don't have the proper tire pressure or they're running <laughs> more curbs. I
1: think it has to do with the spike strips, Chris.
0: No, nope. they always blow a tire. But it's always some piece of shit Hyundai Elantra or something like that. Or in this case, probably a Toyota Land Cruiser with highly deferred maintenance.
1: Yeah, well, regardless, in his attempt, Randy tried to elude officers, and then he careened into a Buick Regal. Yeah, now, Cooper was arrested and charged with multiple crimes, including assault and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Unauthor- Is that called Unauthorized theft? use. Why can't we just call it theft? I don't know. That's weird. However, here's the thing that gets interesting. In checking with the driver of the Buick, they're like, hey, are you okay? So they discovered that 25-year-old Kristen Nicole Bugie was not only under the influence of intoxicants – her vehicle had also been stolen. So here we have a car crash between unrelated stolen vehicles. Where is this happening? This is in Oregon. Oregon, get your shit together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this happened in Chaz. No, that's Seattle. That's not the same place. I don't know, man. That's,
1: I hey, just what are the odds of that?
0: Very low. Very low. Yeah. Much lower than the odds that you're going to go over to Patreon.com/Overcrust and sign up for Patreon that's and right. uh, leave us a five-star review. Head over to iTunes, wherever it is that you listen. Leave us a review. We'd really, really appreciate that. It helps us out a ton. We will see you guys on Friday. Take care.